Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Justice League details, Justice League Dark has a director, deleted scenes from Suicide Squad, and holy teamwork, Batman, the Cape Crusaders. We're about to watch the trailer again because I want to see it. Let's go! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. This is what I sing to myself every night before I go to bed, and that's why I never sleep. What's up, everybody? This is the DC Movie News Show right here in the Popcorn Talk Network. We got a squad in here today as you hear the old school Batman music. We're about to watch the trailer to the Cape Crusaders coming up a little bit later in the show. But first things first, let's get into it. Mike Kalinowski not able to be with us this week. Follow him on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski. Adam Gertler not in the house as well. We don't know where he is, although he just sent us a very interesting car picture. Don't know if it's his car, but we'll find out about it very soon. Follow him on Twitter at Adam Gertler. We're at DC Movies SK, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. I'm Johnny LaQuasto. Follow me on Twitter at JQuasto. That man right there, he is the host of the Speed Zone podcast. He is a DC encyclopedia, and I know him from Fox Sports. Follow him on Twitter at Adam J. Sloan. He's Adam Sloan. Thank you. Thank you. What up, buddy? Oh, you know, usual. Just happy to talk about DC. Show off your computer. Oh, I love this. So, had to get this just beautiful. That's amazing. I love it. Where'd you find that? Honestly, I online just Amazon. <laughs> you know, you know where everything the is. Yeah. You know where everything. And next to Adam Sloan wearing her famous T-shirt that says "Whiskey Loves Me," who was given to her by a fan of the show. Pablo. Oh, is it from Pablo Machas? Mm. Love that guy. He gave me a luchador mask last year. Wow. Yeah, it's a tight fit, but I fit it. <laughs> That's cool, though. She's the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show and the host of TV Fights on Screen Junkies. Follow her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer, because she's Roxy Stryer. Hi! I love this show. It's so weird because, you know, one week I can be sitting here with two other people, and now I'm sitting here with you two people, and I can't even believe it's you in the flesh right now, Johnny. It's been a while. Yeah, it's you were, like, back. doing all that good people-ish, and uh, we not thought you'd never come back to us, but here you are. Kuwait, Iraq. It was yeah. I couldn't really say where I was going before, but yeah, we were in Kuwait, then went to Iraq for five days. Five days in Iraq. Never I, thought I'd spend five days in Iraq. You made us sound so stupid on the show too, because people <laughs> would be like, "Where's Johnny?" and I would be like, "Maybe in the Middle East." I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I mean, he could be on a secret mission. He could be on something. <laughs> they didn't want us to say anything. And then, of course, as we're on the tour, everyone's posting things with like hashtag Kuwait, hashtag Iraq, and I was like, "Guys, we're not. You're fine. not saying anything." Yeah, we could, we didn't say where we were, you know, but we hit like four different bases in Iraq and then a couple uh, three different bases in Kuwait and it was just met so many amazing troops, our brave men and women in the armed forces and had a blast with the the, the wrestlers that run the tour. And a lot of you are crossover pro wrestling fans, so you probably followed all the social media posts and everything. It was 
just amazing. Can you just briefly really tell me, where you, so you were emceeing the tour? Or you were, yeah. Okay. It's a tour I created last year called the Ringside Salute Tour because Armed Forces Entertainment mentioned, they're like, we would love to have you know more pro wrestlers come and visit the troops, mm-hmm. but WWE only does it once a year because their schedule's too crazy. So I put together a tour with people that I knew that are well-known, and so basically I emcee the tour. I do some stand-up up front if the, sh- if the audience calls for it. Like, you could tell whether... If there's 20 people and they're all exhausted, it's like, nah, I'm just going to get some energy going. But we had some crowds that were big, so basically I just, you know, do an intro up front, uh, tell them about the tour, and then I bring each person out by their music, their entrance music that they have for, for wrestling. Very cool. And I think you should start incorporating superheroes in this next time. Mm. You do the wrestling tour, but now you got to get, like, okay. Gal over there. The DC Kuwait tour. Yeah. Uh, I'll go anywhere with Gal. I don't care. Me too. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. So yeah, then it was like an hour long Q&A and then we just did a a meet and greet autograph session, you know, pictures, bear hugs, the whole deal. And it was, uh, it's awesome, man. That's awesome. Exhausting. You're such a piece of shit. You're like the worst guy. Hey man, lucky to be doing it, you know, so it's pretty cool. But hey, uh, this is a massive news week, guys. And by that, I mean not. (laughs) But we're going to have a We had big ones while you were gone. (laughs) Uh, No shit. I know. I enjoyed watching, uh, listening to the show, and it was great. Yeah. There's been some awesome DC stuff to talk about. I feel like we talked about Suicide Squad once, and then it kind of just faded away. Maybe there was a reason. I feel like that's how it is in most cases with Suicide Squad lately and people. I don't know. It did really well in the box office. It's still still doing doing well. well. Yeah. It's third week, fourth week in a row. Yeah. Yeah, This weekend, is there anything dropping this week? Uh, Theaters? Yeah. Something. Probably. But we'll <laughs> see. Uh, War Dogs dropped last week and yeah. Suicide Squad still won it. Yeah, true. True that. It's interesting, too, because I left right after Suicide Squad came out. And so mm-hmm. we had our episode the morning after it came out and we all saw it. And it's interesting to see when I was gone listening to the episodes that you guys did and what the overall feedback was. And it's crazy to me how divided it is. But I still feel like there's a lot of people just with a negative agenda going into it. Did you guys like it? I did. I, I mean, too. it wasn't perfect by any no, means. It was but fun. It was very fun. There were there was a lot of great things. There were some not so great. I know you know, but no, no you, but no, like major Martha moments. So oh yeah, I know Enchantress. You know what? I I applaud the choice. Because, oh, you have uh, to do it. We've all done the Enchantress dance. Oh my god! You what guys, this? I kind of did it to the Batman theme to start yeah. off accidentally. Adam, Adam did a really good one. Yeah, well, Adam... I, I feel like we need to put on Kiss from a Rose for this guy to do anything. <laughs> Adam probably takes an Adderall before the show, and that's why he's so good at dancing. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Are you uh, going to do the Enchantress dance to Kiss from a Rose? I guess oh, I have to. Yeah, you now can. you have to. This is how I, I'm this back. Is drum roll, please. Zach's right? already pulling up a song. All right, get me to the chorus. Get me to the chorus. <laughs> get me to the chorus, no, this Zach. this part's great. Oh, no, no, no you got, the goal. No, we'll do the bop buzz. Oh, see, he's got more of a, like, a yeah, he's got like shimmy a, move to it. I, don't, I think it's more like a, se- <laughs> it's like more like a seizure. <laughs> there it is. Is that terrifying or what? I can't wait until I watch that replay on my computer and can relive that again. You know what I want to yep. see? I want to see The Batman have this song in it in some way, shape, or form. And have Seal show up. That. I'm in. Just oh, no. don't. Just I'm, don't. Have I'm watching it right now. I off. look really. I look like I have problems. A lot of problems. <laughs> this um, is. I, I mean. 
Okay, because there isn't that much news this week. Hey, uh, I'm engaging off, in drama in the chat first right First off, now. Chino19963, <laughs> how dare you talk about Roxy? I will punch you in your face. All right, get off chat roll right now, you piece of garbage. He says that I'm too stupid right. to understand the Martha scene, and then I told him to suck my dick, which I feel like is a very mature argument. As you should. And let's move on to DC movie news Chino, I will des- <laughs> we will all destroy you. Leave. All right, let's get into it, guys. Justice League details, not a whole lot. Uh, essentially, we have a release date. Uh, Adam, which I believe Woo! is... Uh, I actually don't have the, the, the date in front of me. Let's I'm, see. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> I got you, homies. I, We're so prepped. Uh, and also, know, we, do, right? uh, we, we have the curl in Superman's hair. Uh, so I'm wondering if that is the whole just notion of rebirth for him. Just because he has not had the curl up to this point. No way. November 17th, no 2017, way. by the way. I mean, it's... People will be so pissed by that. That's basically what it's going to be, though. I mean, I, I've predicted that for a little bit now, but there's no way. I mean, they have to hear us. I mean, they they have to hear us. It's just it's so dramatically different. <laughs> and he looks like such a goon. Yeah, I I actually like the curl. I like the look. I do, but he just looks too campy. Now. But, it, but it's classic. Yeah, and who knows what this scene is exactly? I mean, obviously he's not wearing black, so we know it's. Which also, Wait, could it be even Justice League, though? Because yeah. it could be a flashback. Because, I mean, I, I, I'd i like to think that we're not going to see him almost the entire movie, and when we do, he's not going to be wearing that. I actually no, think the curl- I, I think they're going to throw us for a loop, and I think we're going to see him in the beginning. I think that this curl photo is from when they were shooting BBS. I'm gonna, let's see if that's... It wouldn't surprise me. Well. But either way, not a lot of Justice League news, but the news we do have is that Justice League Dark not only is Ooh. apparently happening... But now it's even got a director. Hey, uh, Doug Lyman, uh, not just a director. Yeah. A big-ass director. A big-ass director, and which, you know, a lot of people didn't even think it was going to happen, us included. We we're like, well, Justice League Dart's kind of flipping back and forth. I can't believe I that. love this. I, I love the direction DC's going with this because we've never seen this side of the league before at all. Mm-hmm. Dead Man, one of my favorite DC characters. And don't forget Swamp Thing. Well, that's what I was just going to say. The fact that after all of this time, we've been doing the show for almost two years, the three of us, and I'm sorry, did for the first, I think, five months, every single show, all Adam would talk about was Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. He's obsessed with Swamp Thing. So now hearing this, and then Adam's not even here, maybe he doesn't care about Swamp Thing anymore. Did you maybe guys see he doesn't the test care about footage? Us. Maybe all he cares about is his new car. By the way, that's all I would care about, too. That apparently maybe what? he got. Um, <laughs> and it better really be noise. manual, Adam. Better yeah. be manual. Oh, why? Is that like a real man thing? No, no, it's a, it's a muscle car, so he's got to oh, have a uh, stick car. shift in that thing. Yeah. But anyway, let's, let's run down Doug's uh, resume here. Yep, go ahead. Swingers. Classic. Mm, little lame movie. Born Just Identity. Kidding. Yep. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Good. Smith. Nah. Jumper. All Math. Love. Wait, Fair Game. Is that the Cindy Crawford movie? God, I hope not. <laughs> Is it? Anyways, Edge of Tomorrow. Well, Edge hey, of Tomorrow, one of the most on. underrated movies ever. Uh, was that the one with Tom Cruise? Yes, so he good. He was wonderful in that, that movie. That movie is actually killer. No joke. That movie's really good. All of those movies are wonderful. Born, Swingers, all of them. Great. Uh, yep, Fair Game is Cindy Crawford. You know what? We all get one. Isn't Doug Lyman directing another Cruise movie right now, too, though? Uh, Didn't I hear that? I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. No. But, so, do you think the Maybe rumors Cruise of Colin Farrell thing. as uh, John Constantine might be, you know, 
I mean, there were rumors of him being in Justice League, which obviously are probably not going to happen. Oh, no, but... He wouldn't be a bad choice. It's so challenging when they're pitching all these people, and we'll talk later about more Dreamcasting and different things, but it is so so challenging to get all of these A-listers because budget-wise, people have to take a huge pay cut if you want to book multiple, multiple A-list stars. Otherwise, you have to get a little more creative. Or you can save your money, and you can cast people like me and Kalinowski. Come on. It's true. All what right. the hell? All I, mean, right. I mean, we already said he'd be the perfect Green Lantern. Yep. That's he true. He definitely would be. That's true. We, I'll be, I'll we be Guy it. Gardner. You could. He could be Hal Jordan. I'll be Hal Jordan. Okay, you'll be Hal Jordan. Uh, is he dick enough to be Hal, uh, to be Guy Me? Gardner? I could play that, for sure. I, I'm, I, think, I see you as a Rainer. I'll take it. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Zeno Hour says, Fair Game is a Valerie Plame story. All right, well, I'm just saying, he was he's listed as being involved in Fair Game. So Guys, I, I feel know. like we need a little more energy. Can we get a kiss from a rose back? I think we should. <laughs> oh, Edge of Tomorrow, too. No, you're making a joke. There's no way there's that. Is that real? That's not a joke. It's on IMDb. What? When does that come out? That, how is that even possible based on the end of the movie? Maybe it's a diff- the story from another perspective. Wild. That would be wild. Hmm. Right. That's funny. The Neon Empire so. says, Johnny, do your Constantine. I don't think I've ever done a Constantine. Well, go sure ahead. I don't know what he's talking about. Kiss from a rose. Actually, Kiss from you, a rose. Actually, yeah, you probably could be Constantine. Thank you. Don't you feel like me? Kiss from a rose. Yeah, exactly like that. All look, right. look at the dead eyes, too, it's, it's the, Oh, yeah, you really got it going on. Anybody listening on iTunes right now, you're going to want to switch over to YouTube just to see <laughs> the Johnny. I bring in listeners move. and viewers. Always. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the end of that story, though, is I'm excited about Doug Lyman doing anything. Um, peace out, Gambit. Hello, Justice League Dark. Thank you. Hi, Doug. We wanted to over our team though. from it, the start. It, it was, uh, Justice League Dark was essentially brought back from underneath the ground out of nowhere, and here we are. So hey. We'll see. And we got the animated movie coming out as well. So. We sure do. We still could be talking major swervage here, which, you know, even last week we were talking about Shazam and how there's more oh. news on that. Mm-hmm. I, I missed you so much, just if, if for millions of reasons, but if not to just hear you say swerve over yep. and over again on a bunch of these things. A lot of swerves, yo. Last word, DC swerving. Uh, well, here's one that could possibly be a swerve, but it looks interesting. The monolith yeah. looks like it'll be heading to the big screen via Lionsgate. Lionsgate certainly would be a good match for a monster like this. Um, not a lot of people know much about the monolith. Mm-hmm. Very true. But mm-hmm. he is adorable, as you can see. Oh, yeah, really cute. You know, would want to cuddle with the monolith. Yeah, and so basically the story is uh, he's a monster that's found by a little girl, and in, in, uh, he gets more or less enlisted to help save the world. He's a guardian from the past. So. All right. Pretty cool. This is something that I don't know whether or not to be excited about. So yeah, I'm just going to, I'm a, I'm a little indifferent as of this point. Anybody in the chat who's super excited about that, let us know though. And, and I would love to hear more about your thoughts. Yeah. How many people know the monolith in there? Hit us up. Let us know. Uh, here's something cool. Suicide Squad. We already talked about possibly deleted scenes that might be getting out there at some point, maybe in the DVD, but there's been a photo that was released of what people are saying is in the helicopter before it crashes, I think. So we've heard yeah. Leto and we've also heard Robbie talk over and over again about all of the Joker deleted scenes. How there were so many. There was more backstory that showed more of their relationship and whatnot. But we got this actual image mm-hmm. that people are saying shows 
that their relationship was much more abusive than we are led on to believe. Which it is, In though. this movie. Well, In the story. It, I mean... If you, if you know about this relationship, I mean, I think that most people who are going to see this movie have not read a comic in their life. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm true. just saying that in a factual way. Yeah, most people right. who are going to the movies don't know much. They know, they know about the Joker. They know from what they've seen in previous films, but they don't know because they have heard about him and Harley. Most people didn't even know who Harley was before this movie was announced. So I think that people would be surprised if they actually researched their relationship and found out what the Joker and Harley are about. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's so many tweets going on right now with hashtag relationship goals about the two of them because it didn't come off as abusive. I, I mean, to tell you the truth, the whole story of the Joker and Harley is abusive. We see flashbacks of him literally torturing her before she's even changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yet still... And he convinces lo- her to jump in the acid. And, and apparently murder Robin. Mm-hmm. And you look at this photo but, right here, uh, it's not exactly heartwarming. But he also jumps in after her. Yes, he does. True. He also is all about constantly rescuing her. And, and there's a lot of love for her in this film. And Monster she has T. love for him. Monster T. Uh, absolutely. So I... I it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that mm-hmm. what we saw. I again, I loved the Joker in this movie. Not that we saw a lot of him, but I thought it was good. But it's interesting that this one picture is what's making people start to wonder: Is their relationship actually more abusive than we thought? <laughs> like, that, uh, what a weird. I'm sorry, I, but who cares? Uh, yeah, right. I, I, I also care. think it's the David Ayer. This is the David Ayer possibly scene that he would have kept in there. You know, his version was a little bit darker, and WB yeah. kind of—I don't want to say hit the panic button, but they wanted to make it a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun. And also, by the way, East Blue Drew, great comment here. Uh, Monolith is a great property set in the 30s. It's a really beautiful story. So yeah, hmm. why not? Let's do it. So yeah, uh, really cool photo there. Suicide Squad creator John Ostrander talked about critics' reviews of Suicide Squad, and he basically said the same thing we talked about over the last number of weeks, is that what he doesn't like, he doesn't care if people's opinions are different than his. What he doesn't like is when a lot of critics go in already with an agenda. And to me, that was very apparent by the Rotten Tomatoes score of Suicide Squad. I think a lot of, quote, critics went in there already wanting to hate because mm-hmm. they love Marvel so much. To me, it's like, look, we all love Marvel. I love DC, too. I love watching everything. But a lot of critics, for some reason, there's like this backlash. They just want to shit on things. And so he's just saying, look, I don't like the prior agendas, all right? Go in there with a clean slate. But a lot of people aren't really doing that with DC. He's been very vocal about that over the past couple of weeks. We talked about it a little bit on the show last week. Uh, obviously, he's going to say something like that. It's not that I agree or disagree with him, but I'm not surprised that he's saying it. He is writing more Suicide Squad, uh, Suicide Squad stuff now, and he is enjoying doing that, so that's why he has been in the news a lot about this. Um, he talked about Viola Davis also. He said that she just looked exactly like Amanda Waller, was like perfect. She like blew the way that she talked, like the attitude. Yeah. perfect. Um, and he said some of those lines were taken straight from the comics, and he was really happy about that. Um, and then he said when he actually saw the movie, because that was his opinion on the trailer, but when he saw the movie, he was really happy and that she nailed it, which I, I agree she did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So that's good that he enjoyed Viola Davis. At least that was one victory yeah. in the movie. I haven't heard. Has anybody heard anything bad about Viola from anybody? No. Well, Every, I think that's her and Margo, Margo are the only ones that have gotten rave reviews on I think movie. Jay Hernandez should get rave reviews oh my god he was he was, was a sleeper in the movie for me yeah yeah 
He wasn't a sleeper for me. I'll be honest. Jay Hernandez was my favorite character mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, because everyone knows how great Margot was. Yeah. Everyone knows how great Viola was. But Jay Hernandez was kind of unexpected. And he wasn't the biggest character in the world prior to. And right. he really brought it. And he's, he's been a long time really good actor. So I think he deserves every bit of respect. I, you know? I just, I still am a little pissed off that we didn't get a little bit more for Slipknot. But <laughs> this is an interesting comment. Sure. I know. I Listen, he's a hardly important character to DC. But at the same time, if you're going to cast somebody in the Suicide Squad yeah. that you're going to have as like a main character. Yeah, we talked about how they should have just killed a nobody then. Yeah, they should have just killed a nobody. Well, I, I was fine getting... with it though. I wasn't so, it wasn't like I was sitting here, oh my God, I'm stoked for Slipknot. Show no, me no, Slipknot. no, I'm not stoked for it. But at the same time, you're like, I could have had another character in this movie that I would have loved to see from the comics. Mm. Here's the thing. I, I don't mind Slipknot getting knocked off, but I would have liked to see him have a little bit, uh, an intro with every other character so when mm-hmm. he does get his head blown off, you're like, oh, that, that's a surprise. No, but I don't want to waste time on that. But, like, no one even knew. If you Say you didn't know anything about Suicide Squad. I don't even... Did they mention Slipknot's name even before he died? Yeah. Nope. That's yeah, my I point. Yeah, I think said... Either way, he should have got a when little got bit of an intro. car, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, he should have got a little bit of an intro so people knew, and then when he got bumped off, you're like, oh. Yeah, and then Air released that uh, Slipknot was caught from uh, Wonder Woman, apparently. Mm -hmm. Very interesting comment here from Zane Kazami uh, about Joker and Harley's relationship. He says, very altered. They don't love each other. Joker doesn't give two shits about Harley. I think Air's original cut, not extended, would have had the abuse. Joker's true love is his rivalry with Batman. All right, well, that's a fair point. He definitely gives shits about Harley. But it depends in which version, and it depends on what we're talking about, and I mean, it depends on your interpretation of it. But I, I err on the side of yeah. what you do as well. But I, mean, I, I know that a lot of people don't think that. And Jay Kelly said Slipknot died exactly like he did in the comics, so there you go. Good point there. I just would have liked a little intro on him. That's yeah. All. You know. Uh, yeah, so John Ostrander said those things about Suicide Squad and the critics' reviews. And then, of course, uh, a number of the members of the cast talked about certain deleted scenes from Suicide Squad. I guess Harley's dance in the club Ooh. was a lot longer than what we saw in theaters. I definitely would love to watch that again. Uh, you you want to just practice her dance now? I can't. See, look, I liked when My Will back. Smith claimed that they <laughs> cut out his makeout scene with Boomerang, was it? What? <laughs> That's what he was saying. He was making a joke, obviously, oh but he was like, yeah, you know, my, my buddy, my really close scene with him, he was implying that they had a, <laughs> some sort of, it was funny to me. And also, uh, Jai Courtney said there was a scene where, suicide, uh, I'm sorry, where Killer Croc just goes, <laughs> and just swats him one. He said it's a really funny scene. They took that out of Yeah, Aww. yeah. And Katana said it was a really, really cool scene when she saw that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a little video on that. Go check it out if you want to see. Uh, yeah, who lasted longer, uh... Slipknot in Suicide Squad or KG Beast in Assault on Arkham? Mm. Oh. Tough one. Tough, Tough one. KG Beast. We need a timer. Do you think so? I, mm. I don't know about that, dude. It was He was gone quick. K- KG Beast was like 10 minutes in, though. So was Slipknot. Slipknot was not 10. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Jay Kelly, the extended Harley twerk. What if Harley was twerking? She if Harley was twerking, I would keep that on repeat. She probably that would, would be amazing. I bet she twerks like a like a mofo. Oh well, you know who else twerks like a mofo? Kevin Smith. Guys, before we start talking about that, I just want to tell you really quickly that I am completely obsessed with something right now. I actually just got my first meal from Blue Apron, and I wanted to tell you guys about it because it's really, really inexpensive for great food. So for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. And let me tell you something. If I could mess up 
something cooking than I would. So like, if there's anybody in the world who really would butcher a recipe, it's me. And I made this taste so great. It was like I was a chef because the ingredients are completely natural. They're farm-raised uh, quality chicken and fish and all of those things. And they really do an amazing job sending you the highest quality ingredients from local farms all over the place. It's really, really incredible. So you guys definitely want to check this out. And actually, because you guys are AfterBuzz watchers, we have a special thing for you uh, being under the AfterBuzz Media Group umbrella here at DC Movie News. Of course, you guys can go to blueapron.com slash movie news and you get your first three meals for free with free shipping, which I know we all love. So guys, that's blueapron.com slash movie news. You're going to want to go there. Three meals for free, free shipping. And trust me, this is a product that I can get behind because the ingredients are really incredible. All right. Ben, I know there's something you want to talk about, too. Yes, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, I wear a lot of suits, and uh, and and traditionally, made-to-measure suits are very, very, very expensive and very difficult to actually, you know, find the place that you want to get one from, where it feels like a good value. So uh, I want to talk to you today about Indochino. So they are offering made-to-measure suits with 14 unique measurements made out of 100% merino wool to fit your body perfectly, and it's a steal of a deal. I mean, these guys are making made-to-measure suits like a completely different completely different experience than uh, than I think you've ever experienced before. So uh, they also have uh, dress shirts and men's accessories. There's a full money back guarantee. So uh, if right now, if you go, you can get any premium suit for just $399. That's up to 50% off at Indochino.com when entering DC Movie at checkout. Plus shipping is 100% free. So there's no reason not to try your first custom-made suit. It's a great deal. Um, from their premium collection, you'll look good, you'll feel good, and obviously... Everybody feels better when they look better. You look better when you feel better. So that's Indochino.com. Use promo, promo code DCMovie for any premium suit for just $3.99 plus free shipping. Indochino, your look, your way. If there's anybody you can trust on suits, it's definitely you. So I'm, I'm glad you're repping Indochino right now. Guys, let's get back to DC Movie News. Probably yes, not. That, but it, yes, it's a good segue. Great segue. <laughs> awesome segue. He had a lot to say this week. Uh, talked about the moment he was sold on Wonder Woman. And it was really cool how, actually, I have a quote from him, and I love Kevin Smith quotes. Oh, Me too. He goes, I heard World War One. I'm like, World War One? No, man, World War Two. Go after <laughs> Hitler, mother effer. Then they show us the trailer of World War One, and suddenly you get the distinct impression that they know what they're doing. Suddenly they've got a shot of no man's land, the literal no man's land. Dudes covered in head-to-toe soldiers and a woman, bare legs, climbing a ladder and holding a shield against artillery fire. It was absolutely breathtaking. It, it made me for maybe the eighth time this month, go, God, I wish I was a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he just nails his quotes. But but how awesome would it have been to watch Wonder Woman take down Hitler? Like, I'm still set on that. I the mean, problem is, I mean, I mean, Hydra is pretty much Hitler. Nazis. Yeah. So that's already it, been kind of done. No, I'm not saying we should have done it. Just yeah. when he's like, oh, no, take down Hitler. I'm our efforts. Like, I was like, yeah, totally. You know, it'd be, but, it'd be even funnier if it just the beginning of the movie, I took some German down or something, just says it out of passing, and we just know it's Hitler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something exactly like in that. But we can't because we're in World War One. but I love the way they did it, and I agree with Kevin Smith. that You watch that, and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. They might do this one right? well, justice, yeah. Between Wonder Woman and Justice League, 2017 is shaping up to be... I'll even say stronger than this year. 2017. Yeah. yeah. Let's be I, let's be honest. I think Justice League is going to be bigger than BVS, and I think oh, Wonder yeah, Woman. Huge. Wonder Woman's going to be bigger than Suicide Squad. So I mm. think it's looking pretty I, good. 
I'm a little surprised at the November release for Wonder Woman, though. Or for Justice League, excuse me. Did that be sooner? I did. I thought it'd be a summer hit, but now they're marketing it as a Thanksgiving movie, so it's... It's I not mean, a bad time. A I bad mean, time. You, you hit it right before the right when the Christmas season hits, when sure. people are still going out, you know? And then, of course, when the families come together, they'll still, it'll still be in theaters. True. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to see Star Wars with my family on Christmas. Stuff like that. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's coming out March. So, yeah. Wow, it's, that's not that far away. It's really not. Giving us a little separation there. Very exciting. Kevin Smith bit. also says he thinks Justice League will completely take away anyone's doubts when it comes to the DC movie universe. His quote here, It looks like Warner Brothers and DC Comics heard everything loud and clear from what people want, and everything that was missing or perceived to be missing from Batman v Superman seems like it's in full display on Justice League. So I'm on board. I was already on board, but I'm very happy to see they're taking that direction. It's yeah. so funny how in Kevin Smith we trust. Like, whatever he says, yeah, people just listen. Because he's one of us. He's I a know. nerd. He's a... It's like him and Chris Hardwick. When, when they speak, it's like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yes. It's and funny you say I that. I'm actually uh, going to be portraying Chris Hardwick again next week. For, oh, nice. For, for Screen Junkies. Screen Junkies, go Screen yep. Junkies. So yeah. be on the lookout. You do a good Hardwick. It's going to be some a, grossing... Can we get a little can preview? Little preview? I, no, uh, I, wanna, I can't do it justice. I gotta, I gotta practice a little bit before I do it. But he did enjoy it because I saw him afterwards, and I said, "Hey, man, uh, you're not mad, are you?" He goes, "Oh my god, I loved it." I'm like, "Okay, cool, good." <laughs> he's, a, he's a really cool guy. Good. All right, moving on. Oh my on. god, that wedding though. What wedding? Hardwicks. Did you guys see all the pictures from his wedding? I did not. Why the oh hell my god! This past weekend, he had a Walking Dead themed reception. R two D two was the ring bearer. Whoa! Of it all. whoa there hold were black up. orchids everywhere. People wearing cowboy boots. I do D two. Oh my good lord! Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, this I'm pulling this Who's up. Who's his right wife? Now. Lydia Hurst. Uh, Hurst like Hurst. What does she do? Like the castle. Second generation rich kid. Um. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's dropped dead gorgeous. Okay. And, like, a, and apparently just, like an just, absolute gem. Wow. Fuck, she's and gorgeous. And she had this gorgeous white dress that had pink at the bottom. It was really pretty. Anyway, that's not, none of this is DC related. That's what this is. No, no, this isn't the, this isn't the wedding dress oh, though. This is. The after wedding dress? Yeah, something like that. Sure. Anyway. Systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. Zane Kazami, Wonder Woman versus Wonder Woman v. Hitler, Dawn of Awesomeness, make it happen, WB. <laughs> All right, let's move on, Johnny. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. Five actors. There's a cool article here on moviepilot.com talking about Black Manta and Aquaman. Five actors who could play Black Manta. Rumors are Michael Jai White might be um, possibly used, but uh, D.B. Woodside, very talented actor. You know him from Lucifer. He would be a fantastic Lucifer. option as well. So, yeah. I almost think Isaiah Mustafa would be... The best. Yeah. I think any of them would be solid. Yeah. Not Boris. Why? Just not the right look for him. Well, we know it's not going to be common. That's for sure. <laughs> he lasted way less than Slipknot yeah. in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Way less. That's so funny that we spent an entire show, like, we who did. do you think common will play? It was the same thing with um, Eastwood, Scott mm-hmm. Eastwood. No-name character. I that, kinda, I kinda, like, what are you trying to say? I kind of like that, though. The fact that common... Played Tattoo Man, and a lot of people watching the film were like, d- just thought he was a dude. What is I, Jack trying to I was trying to make a, a joke. If it's Isaiah uh, 
the I'm on a horse campaign. Oh, he just Lord. has black. I'm on a whale. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just was I'm on a whale, and I was like, I'm on a whale, Zach. Where I, are you going? That's why and I was not paying Isaiah. attention to it. I was like, I'm just going to go over it. I don't know what he's talking about. We we all just got kind of stopped. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, Tay Diggs is my love. I mean, there you go. I mean, so yeah. Good article there, moviepilot.com. Also, DC announces the next three animated films. I already mentioned Justice League Dark is coming, Teen Titans Judas Contract, and there's going to be a Batman and Harley movie. I can't wait for the Judas Contract. Mm-hmm. I, I love that Deathstroke story. I'm just, I'm very excited for it. All right. Cool. Mm. Batman and Harley movie is going to be. I I don't really see the point in that one. No, no. Just because people want to see it. Well, yeah, but is it going to be. Like dark, or is it going to be kitty? Mm, See, the point. That's a good question. Here's the because point. Because the in DC it. Superhero Girls just came out, they might be trying to gear towards that as well. You're taking the most popular male character, Batman, and the most, fe- and and the the most, most popular, popular female, female character. character. And so the point is money, 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 money. Like, that's the money. Point. Exactly. I think it'll do pretty well. <laughs> She's more popular than Wonder Woman is now. She really is. Wow. Well, I mean,. I think number it's because one, we haven't seen enough of Wonder Woman yet. That and also Harley Quinn is really fun to dress up as, as a woman. Yeah. Don't you think? And be crazy. Like, we don't get yeah. role models yeah, like Mr. that all J. the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was good. You call Harley a role model? No. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Uh, I, I'm not, uh, neither. <laughs> Wonder, Woman's a, Wonder Woman's a role model. I spent literally 15 minutes last week calling Harley not a uh, role model. So yes, thank, thank you. For you. Saying that. Uh, we don't get uh, characters like that a lot. Like, we we, don't. females don't get, like, a lot of crazy characters. Like, you guys have had the Joker for quite some time now. We have our counterpart. And deep down, you know, everyone does love crazy, off-the-rocker characters who can also be witty and sarcastic at the same time, and Harley is that. That's why they loved Heath Ledger as the Joker. He was the exact... Epitome of, but also terrifying. Oh, absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, best Joker ever. I mean, good lord. Uh, not without a doubt. Uh, not but, without a doubt. But to but me, I agree. Who would be agree. your favorite of all time? I'm gonna go Nicholson. What? Really? So- I. It's because wow. it's, okay. It, it's I put be- out a poll for this. A few. It's a because it's ago. childhood for me. It depends on what you're into. I totally so, get. It. Jack Nicholson was so, a lot more fun. He was for me growing Heath up. Heath Ledger was more homicidal. Yes, agreed. So it depends and, on what you're into. And a lot and, of people th- would say Mark Hamill. Like it depends on oh, what yeah. it's, the it's question just, is. Oh no, he is the greatest Joker. Mark Hamill, true, hands I, down. I would love to see him on camera as the Joker. Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Man, um, you do a lot of good voices. I'm a voice actor. <laughs> wow. Well, rightfully so. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> exciting news. Uh, we already talked about it last week. Well, we didn't. I wasn't here, but I'm excited for Return it. Of Batman: the Return of the Cape Crusaders, October 11th on Blu-ray. Oh. Since we don't have a ton to talk about this week, I just want to watch the entire trailer. Um, I have to say, Adam West, Burt Ward, and the original Catwoman. Yeah, I, I, I love this. And apparently, one of you guys has Julian a connection Mark. to Burt Ward. It's me. There it is. Oh. And I interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. And he leaked to us. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, he may hinted, have hinted that this was coming. So I had mm-hmm. to keep my big mouth shut. Uh, but this is exciting. Yeah, let's watch, the, let's watch the trailer, though. And he said he would come on. Ooh. Okay. When we want him on. Well, that's awesome. Let's get to it. Oh, yeah. Also, I just love that Adam right. West still does this shit. Take it easy, he, he, like, he has a lot of fun, Adam West. Oh, he, I mean, you Family Guy. You can hear it in his voice, though. Like, you can hear the age. Welcome to Gotham The animation's perfect. Yeah, right? It looks like Bruce Tim had a lot to deal with it. 
Uh -oh. Holy unholy alliance. Our greatest foes have reunited. Holy unholy alliance. Oh, do the dance again, Johnny. You gotta dance while you do it, you know? To the Batmobile. To the Batmobile. I love it. I love it. Yes. This is so campy. I love and it. Look, I know, it is look really at the Batmobile. Really it's perfect. It's just like um. It's Adam just Gerber's like the sixty. <laughs> Frozen. Yeah. Giant. This is, this is what we watched last week. Just this one little clip. The only rule here is in the gravy. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> the only row here is in the grave. They're having so much fun. Like they're just having fun with it. They have to. It's amazing. We and should make a drinking game of it. One more. Oh, every time a jaywalking uh, is extremely hazardous. This is great. Gosh, yes, you're right, Batman. Quickly, Robin, to the crosswalk. I love it. <laughs> this is that was a little much. This is essentially 1966 animated. Oh, absolutely. And it's fantastic. Very it is. exciting. Oh. I what, mean, what's up? Glad we watched that. Yeah. I mean, we've seen 66 now. Do you guys want to see Michael Keaton? Well, that's a good question because Tim Burton, uh, there's a good article here by Michael Patterson on moviepilot.com that mentions why Tim Burton's Batman should be the next animated film. Um, I, absolutely. Yeah. I would love to see the continuation from Batman Returns. I mean, we never got to see anything because Schumacher took over. There's and, a lot of fandom there. There's a lot oh, of people yeah. that would want to see a this. A lot. I, I think so, too. For sure. And they could honestly do more than one movie with that. People will see them all. Oh, absolutely. Do you ever make a point and then you agree with yourself? Because I think I just did that. <laughs> well, when you make a good point, you should agree with yourself. I was like, yeah, I think so, too. You're like, based on something I just said. You're like, I'm on point. Yeah. 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 Get it right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It. Yeah, I agree. So here's something that's interesting. A Stephen King short story about Batman can now be heard in audio form. Now, Adam, you actually listened to this. I did. What were it, your thoughts? It was very... It wasn't exactly what you would think a Stephen King Batman and Robin story would be. Okay. It was more along the lines of like a normal day in like the life of Bruce Wayne and Rob. It, it You have to hear it to understand what he's trying to get at, but it's not... Yay or nay? Nay. Mm. Just nay. Fair enough. Nay on nay on nay. Well, you could still go listen to it. Yeah, so I mean, ahead. it's it's interesting to see. I mean, he has all these shorts that he does, but... Yep. And lastly, before we hit TV time, Batman Return to Arkham, the video game, is now officially, apparently, dropping on November 25th. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it, but obviously... Oh, you think Swerve? Yeah. They've had a lot of problems. Hmm. They've had a lot of problems with the, the, uh, the PC versions of everything including with Arkham Knight. So ever since then, and they have Arkham VR coming out at the same time. Right. It's, you know, which Arkham VR is sick if you haven't seen it already. There you go. So with that said, I think it's time for what? the... It's time for what? It's what? time for... What? 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 It's time for Roxy's because I couldn't make that noise anymore. What? Get it, get it. Roxy's trash TV time. She thinks that the flash is fine. Especially this week. Get it, get it, get it. TV time. Yeah. Uh, so no, we had a huge TV time week last week. Yeah, Not we as big of a TV time this week, but uh, we did get some TV time news from Flash from um, Andrew Kreisberg, who was kind of confirming that Teddy Sears will be returning as Black Flash. Let me read the sure. quote, and then you guys can interpret. He says, 
Obviously, we did that on purpose. We love working with Teddy Sears. He's such an amazing actor and amazing person and was so much a part of the success of this last uh, of the show last season. There aren't any immediate plans for that, but you can't keep a good Black Flash down, so I'm sure we'll be seeing him in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they're going to tease the Black Flash coming back because in the Speed Force and with all these time you know, changes and everything else, somebody's going to have to pay for it. And the Black Flash is exactly who takes everybody to the Speed Force for punishment. Right. So I think it, it depends, though, if you're somebody who's thinking this is going to happen in season three. I don't think, I honestly on. don't think it will happen season three. Mm-hmm. I think we might see a glimpse of him within the Speed Force. You think I, we're not going to see Teddy all season. I think we'll see Teddy. They just love him so much. I think, I think we'll see Teddy in one episode. Mm-hmm. And simply, it will be Barry and flashback, perhaps. Which maybe, version? maybe, maybe Wally and Flash in the Speed Force, and see him as Black Flash in the Speed Force, but chasing them. We also know that we're combining at some point with Supergirl's Earth. Like we're playing with all different. Earths. It's a we're musical all episode, right? And we have all different versions of Teddy. So who knows? Even if he, if we do see him this season, because well, we like him so much. Well, Teddy, we won't see more than one version. Well, we could see more than one version of him, but as a Flash character. He, on Earth-1, was literally taken into the Speed Force. Right. So he's protected from any time changes. Yeah. So we'll... I mean, but who yeah. knows with the par- with everything Flashpoint coming, we don't know what the hell's going to exactly. happen Exactly. And so. now we got... I'll tell you this. Teddy's a very nice guy. I got to meet him uh, about a month ago at a voiceover, and uh, he's a big dude. Huge. Yeah. And I'm not small by any means, but I was like... Hi, Mr. Sears. <laughs> Such a nice guy, though. Really cool. And uh, You say it so casually. Yeah, like, I, uh, yeah, I know I mean, Black Flash. I was just reading for a voiceover, but he happened to be at the same place, and it was pretty cool. You're the man. Uh, let's see. You already talked last week about Ashley Rickards, right? Yeah, we did. Talk. From Awkward. Yeah, we did talk about it. Why, do you have something that you want to... Nope. We, but we have a nope, couple more. Uh, Joey King is going to be Magenta. That's an interesting character. Got a picture of her. There she is. Mm. She's the one that played uh, young Talia in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Really? Yeah. Okay. She looks... Who is it she looks exactly like? She's got one of those faces that looks... She's got that... And the like, shows here, Fargo, The Conjuring. She's got a lot of credits for somebody who's I mean, she's Dark Knight so Rises. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, it looks guys, like... guess what year she was born. Oh, hold probably. on, hold on. 2002. No, my God. You, I, I was thinking that a completely different direction. When are you thinking? She looks super young. I don't know. She's probably 15. Oh, she's born in 99. I was okay. thinking. Okay. All right. I was a close. I thought she. Yeah. Oh, I would have guessed she was like, I don't know, 25 or something. Are you crazy? Really? Yeah. She looks like she's 10. Yeah. Really? Yes. But she's so hot. Well, who's not 10 is Todd Lasance. He's going to be playing the rival, which we already kind of talked about about six weeks it's ago. It's weird that they're going to make the rival go against uh, Kid Flash, but. Who knows? Maybe we'll even see Jay Garrick in this case, because why would you bring the rival without Jay Garrick? We can't possibly know what's weird and what's not. We don't even know what's going to happen. I like, know. Yeah, but come I know. On. I know. I know. There's so much. I like the suit, though. I do. I it's think an awesome it's, looking suit. I love that. I think it's cool. If they keep his eyes and mouth glowing. What do you mean, if they keep? Beginning you don't se- think so? No, because these Comic-Con footage from The Flash last season before season two, they showed Zoom with blue eyes glowing. Mm-hmm. And then in the series, we didn't see anything. Nothing. So you're bitter still. Oh, I'm bitter. You're a little bitter. I'm a little bitter. That's okay. Um, Gotham. Yeah, this is another example of the CW taking care of their own, though, because I know him from Vampire Diaries. So, hey, yes. CW, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham casting. Okay. The, how why? Many, how many more Gotham know. castings can we do? I don't, I don't understand. 
Where are you putting all of these people? Well, don't forget, uh, they're hour-long episodes, and they could just throw them in there, but I, it's going to be Nain Gonzalez-Norvind. I, I will say this. Good for her. Matt had her sister. I... I don't understand where they're going with Gotham. I don't know. I don't know why we're getting villains before Batman's even in existence. I, a lot I of villains. villains. I, literally, we're getting protoforms of Solomon Grundy and people that And maybe don't, Harley. And maybe Harley. Here's what... Who apparently we've already seen in the show, according to the producers. Wait, we might have Harley in Yeah. The, yeah. Gotham? And here's what... Okay, we no. had on one of our oh. friends of DC Movie News, Elena Jordan. She came on and she said something that made me feel better about Gotham. She said, imagine if you look at Gotham like it's fan fiction, you might not hate it as much. Which huh. I don't even hate Gotham that much. I, I like don't... it the most on this panel. But if it is fanfic, then that's kind of cool. Like the way that they're that, playing. That makes it but, a little bit more but interesting. But they don't advertise it that way. No. So... so I'm just wondering if they're trying to make this in Earth 3 or they're literally trying to make this a completely different route different completely different. I, judging by what Gotham's done the past two seasons I'm going to say way different so yeah. do you think Jim Gordon's going to become Batman in this I won't put anything past him because oh the, my god I mean in the comics Jim Gordon's Batman I, I don't think that they're going to go there at all though I, it's I, very possible I'll say because, this but how are we doing all the stuff that we're doing with they Bruce brought, Wayne then they brought the, Asriel into it Bruce already. Wayne already had a bat cave from his dad that's the weirdest part of the whole thing. So was Thomas just screwing around like, hey, maybe I'll go bats one day. Spoiler alert, he was Batman. I know. <laughs> Flashpoint. Yeah. Either way, season two had me, so I'm excited to see how confusing and weird it gets. Yeah. I, I really did love the guy that plays the Riddler. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep watching, yep. so I'll give him that. Yeah. I'm in. I'm watching. I mean, we're all watching. It's DC. Yeah, that's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. And finally, <gasps> this do you watch iZombie? I do watch iZombie. Nobody on the panel watches. I love that show. See? I'm just really excited. If I had more time, I'd watch everything. I just don't. I'm excited for that to come back. I so, love her eating brains. Lastly, so your friend sent this picture to you from where? Uh, I believe it was Wisconsin. What is it? It's a movie theater. It looks like a drive-in theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, we have 7 o'clock showing a suicide, suicide party. party. And then at 9.20, make sure you save some popcorn for Sausage Squad. How much does this combine <laughs> Adam Gertler's worlds? It really does. Yeah. Like, this should be his profile picture. Suicide Party and Sausage Squad. <laughs> That's by far my favorite movie theater. They just blew it. It, 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 oh, so when you good. think about it, though, that's a hell of a night. That's a fun evening. If you get someone to go with... No, you have to reverse those things. Uh, you need to have the sausage squad before you have a suicide party, or you're never going to make it to the sausage squad. The fact that we're thing. having this conversation makes me a little uncomfortable. Me too. <laughs> me too. Either way, kudos. Uh, <laughs> let's all put ourselves over. Adam Sloan, go. Uh, you guys can catch me at Adam J. Sloan and on the Speed Zone podcast five days a week, starting in October. That's right. And so uh, make sure you... How, how can people get to it? Uh, get it through iTunes, or you can get it through Facebook as well. You got daily updates on all the latest DC news every hour. It's really good. Every single hour, DC news. Go to facebook.com slash speedzonepodcast. Boom. Check it out. Support it. Like the page. Roxy. Hey, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer over on Screen Junkies. Tuesdays, 4 p.m. We've got TV fights. This guy right here is a winner. That guy in the booth. I haven't been back in months. Yeah, it doesn't true. matter. You're still we part our, of the team. We have our third producer since you, the, the person that I connect with now isn't even the producer anymore. So I'll, I'll get you all okay. dialed in. Okay. But anyway, also you can find me everywhere on After Buzz TV and the Tomorrow Show Mondays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 
That's the tomorrowshow.com. Boomtown. We are at DC Movies SK, Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. We have a TV taping this Sunday. So if you're anywhere near Southern California, hit me up on social media. I'll tell you how to get there. And also, Chicago. I'm coming to you, finally going to Chicago to do some comedy. September 9th and 10th, I will be at the Comedy Shrine. Just go to ComedyShrine.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. Put in the code Johnny, you get a big discount on the tickets. And also, if you have any questions, hit me up on social media. But Chicago, I know you're out there. September 9th and 10th and November 4th and 5th, I'm going to be in Houston at the Joke Joint. So if you're in Texas, hit me up. I'd love to see you as well. With that said, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. And Chandra stands out. Done. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.